Hey guys, it's Mark. And I'm Charity. And welcome to the Case Watch Podcast. Case Watch deals with content meant for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Case Watch. Confirming the body found in Grand Teton National Park is Gabby Petito, and she was killed. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder. Late today, Chris Watts was officially charged with the murders of his wife and his two young girls. Remember these words. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Creepers, this is Becca and my little guy coming at you from Georgia. We love listening to your show every week and we hope to hear more great shows. Keep doing what you do. We love you. I absolutely love that charity because he's like, I, I, I got it now. Let me say it again. Hey, crime creeps. Hey, crime creeps. It was a mini crime creep. Hey, everybody, guess what? Yes, Mark. Mark, tell us all. Tell us everything, Mark. I am a Pepe. He's a Pepe. Yay. Oh, my God. He's beautiful. He is. He's a stud. He is. He is handsome. He's got the bluest blue eyes. He's got red hair. Love that. I mean, my kid and her boyfriend are both gingers. How, how does that happen? Oh, it's great. Like we went and drove and spent a whole bunch of time there and hung out and. He just sat in my arms and farted and cooed and Aww. just looked handsome as could be. I know Aubrey posted a picture of him in the Case Watch Crime Creep group. So, she did. Oh, the, the hair just smells great. Like, he's just the cutest little thing in the world. There's nothing like a newborn baby. There really isn't. The little it was skin, amazing. the little feet, the little hands, everything about them. So it was perfect week for me because we got to go to the beach last week. Because that's what something Kristen and her family does every year. And I always just tag along and then straight to newborn grandson. Like, I'm like, holy crap. That's an excellent. I couldn't even believe it. I just love it. It, it made my absolute day. That is absolutely for sure. Do you know what else makes my day? What? Joelle and Lecco. Oh, my gosh. And her Captain and Tennille cats on the so, crime group. And someone made the hat. I love it. That thing is so great. This group makes me happy. The other thing, Danelle posted a picture. says, my grandmother brought Slipknot shirts because she thinks they're about knitting. And it's a picture of two old people in Slipknot shirts. I saw that. Hysterical. Hysterical. Absolutely. Love More that. than one person posted um, the Kankakee County Sheriff's Office on August 7th. Uh, remember, remember for yeah, excuse me. Remembering Christopher Meyer. Today yes. marks the 20 year anniversary of one of the coldest most gruesome homicide cases in Kankakee County history. Ten-year-old Christopher Mayo was kidnapped and brutally murdered by Timothy Buss. This is something maybe we, you know, really yeah. should cover. I would like to do a whole missing and unsolved segment. I actually have had more than one person send me um, some cases that are unsolved. They're just so very sad because a lot of them are children. I mean, we definitely yeah. need to bring light to it, though. Uh, Daniel Finch posted the one of Christopher, Christopher Robin being arrested, and you see everybody from <laughs> Pooh and Tigger and all them all all upset. I like that. Lawn darts, like, oh, all right, we here's something about to get this to. Before. Yeah, I know this is on here again, but 
We never actually played the game. Our whole game was to throw that at, at, at each other. That's what me and my brothers and cousins did. How did we survive? I mean, I don't know, but like I've been hit with a lawn dart numerous times. They hurt. We used to play BB gun wars where we would shoot each other with the BB guns. <laughs> Growing up in Claremont, New Hampshire, there's not a lot of things to do. Oh, God. You have the racetrack. Now you have Walmart, but when I was growing up, we had Kmart. There was no Walmart until I was probably like 15. Right. McDonald's and Pizza Hut. That's what we had in Claremont. So you didn't have much to do but shoot each other with No, we had Moody Park. You could go hang out at the outdoor pool, which is now gone. Yeah, there's not much there. Little small area. Oh, boy. Michael uh, Wilson, mother-in-law came for dinner and said, what does the dog keep looking at me? And I said, because you're using his plate. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I like that one right there. <laughs> oh, man. This group makes me absolutely oh, I love this one laugh. By Danelle. Facebook needs to have a court. We just be going to jail without telling our side of the story. That's so true. Anybody can put you in Facebook jail. Right. Just by saying one thing, that you said something wrong. Oh, Absolutely. Oh, Danelle, I got to see those tacos first. Then I'm getting in the van. I'm not stupid. I would get in any van for tacos. Yeah, I think I a lot tacos. of people would. Definitely. I absolutely love those things. Oh, did you see Melissa Yount's picture of the um, cut in half tomato that looks like the yep, double? It does. It faces with teeth. I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. My Michael Wilson posted the Patrick Swayze and Chris Farley compete. For the Chippendale sexiest on SNL. I don't know if you remember that skit, I but do. it is hysterical. Hysterical? Hysterical. I like in it. In all caps. All right. Christopher Lynch posted something that gives me a new idea for a new summer business. Oh, boy. I think it's the one I. <laughs> Big yards, $25. Medium yards, 15 Just want to look five bucks. Nice uh, chubby guy in a thong pushing a lawnmower. He's not very hairy, though. I'm a hairy dude, so. Oh, my God. Walter Cop. Ready? Yep. There's a reason they call it Girls Gone Wild and not Women God Gone Wild. When girls go wild, they show us their tits. When women go wild, they poison their husband's food. Right? <laughs> I thought that one was really good. Michael Wilson also posted the grocery bag thing where I will carry 17 grocery bags or die trying. Um, I'm not making two trips. First of all, that's like, I feel like that's a mother thing. Oh, yeah. Mothers can carry. They get, like, superhuman strength. You can carry, like, 400 bags. I swear. I know. The state of Massachusetts has gone done and ruined it because now we get those super paper bags that don't even oh, make it to the I parking know, lot. Oh, I know. They're horrible. Although I bought myself some Ikea bags off of Amazon, and I was shopping yesterday, and you could literally like, put half a body into this thing. Amazing. And it's got different style, different length straps on it. The kid at Market Basket looks at it and says, this thing is phenomenal. You should Stop see some of the it. bags that come in oh, here. Oh, I bet they're disgusting. So I have a problem with, like, you know when you go to, like, a Marshalls, a TJ Maxx, anywhere you go, and they have the reusable bags that are, like, $1.99. Yeah. They used to be $0.99, cents, now they're $1.99. Yeah. I have to buy them. Do you really? Oh, my God. I have so many of them. It's not. and I, But I, I always forget to bring them when I go shopping. So they <laughs> sit in my closet. So I had Kristen laughing. We were at Christmas Tree Shop, and we are heading out to the South Shore. This is the one that we always stop at and just get whatever we forgot. And the lady starts packing my stuff into bags. And she goes, there's a 25 cent charge for paper bags now. You're okay with that? I was like, no, put that ass right back in the cart because <laughs> I'm, I'm not paying for a bag. I'll just load this crap in my trunk. She looked at me like dejected, like, 
<laughs> what is this dude doing? I'm like, I'm the cheapest mf -er you will ever meet. That's I am awesome. not paying 25 cents per bag. I love it. So um, Amber Lynn Reinhardt, I hope I said your name right, Amber. She and I chatted a little little bit uh, via Messenger. She is a new crime prey, very new. Whoop, and whoop. she Raise the roof. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Meow. Oh, meow That's to just you, for Amber. You. And she put, she wrote in the Case Watch Crime Creep page, I found Case Watch podcast a few months ago and have been hooked ever since. Love listening to all the stories. And now I get to be an official crime creep. Yay. So welcome to the crime creeps. Oh. That's what she said. Oh, you, oh you, she got a meow and that. Yes. You're a lucky gal, Amber. Daniel Finch posted this one. And I got to be honest with you. I feel in the same way. This lady cut me off, and to be honest, I'm kind of afraid to honk at her. Her license plate, 666. Oh, oh God. P-M-S. Oh, no. Oh, it's double. That's a double whammy right there. I, I'm just going to turn right into the tree yep. myself. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Kate Bowder. Did I say her name right? I hope. Ba I think it's Bader. Bader. Kate Bader. And um, she wrote, I think we all need this. And... um. It is a Golden Girl button. Yes, I need that one, too. On Facebook. Have her looking at you with those eyes. Yeah. I think it should be every one of the Golden Girls, though. I think they each should get their own button, depending on what that needs to be said. I agree. All right. Well, that's a pretty good little sesh of uh, best of the week on hey, the Case Watch hey, Crime Creep. careful group. with that Dundee Award. I use it as a paperweight when you're not here because I'm... Oh. Very mad about it. Oh I was actually goodness. ready. I'm going to open up my phone. And I'm going to show you what I was searching for. It's going to buy myself by myself. Oh my god, Mark! I will buy you one if you would like one. Oh, I was looking up Dundee Awards just to. I was going to completely change it and hide yours and put you know Mark on it. I'm surprised you didn't just order to... like a new plaque and just keep this one, but put the new little plaque thing like on the bottom of it. So it says Actually, I'm going to I'm going to grab a marker and paint a mustache on it like, you know, they used to do in the 80s movies. So I love it. So it has been a very, very busy week in New Hampshire this week, unfortunately, for all the wrong reasons. So it started out middle of the week. New Hampshire authorities have released very few details as they continue to investigate the deaths of a mother and two children found shot to death in a Northfield home last week. Oh, my God. I am really freaking out just because you're going to see as this list goes on how close to home this comes to me because this was about three-tenths of a mile from where me and Aubrey used to live after I first got divorced. I used to live in Tilton, right on the Tilton-Northfield no. line. This is right around the corner. Oh, my God. Police responding to a 911 call found the bodies of 25-year-old Cassandra Sweeney and her two sons, 4-year-old Benjamin and 1-year-old Mason. According to the Attorney General's office, investigators have identified all parties and there is no threat to the public, but no further information has been released to the public, resulting in a sense of unease in the small town. Do you think that means it was probably... they? Somebody very close to her. Let me, when they, let me read oh, on. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I thought one thing for a while, but now I'm kind of thinking of another, but it's going to be wildly irresponsible for me to say either way. Okay. So what we know as of now, authorities said Friday that no arrests have been made in connection with the triple murder investigation. Law enforcement responding to the 911 call that the people may be hurt inside a Weathersfield drive home in Northfield found the three bodies inside around 11.30 a.m. last Wednesday. The Attorney General's office initially said that the deaths... Oops, sorry, the AC is blowing my papers. 
Um, the three bodies inside around the get back here. See, Charity, I'm going to leave this in just to let people know the AC threw me off. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate that you're leaving your little mess ups in now. And I didn't even get a thanks for putting an AC in the studio. No, like, usually oh my I God, you, guys, it's so usually nice. Usually I let you sweat it, sweat it out in here. So the attorney general initially said the deaths were being investigated as suspicious, but released very few other details. Senior Assistant Attorney General Jeff Ward released the new information during a press conference last Friday, but said investigators will leave no stone unturned. He stressed that the investigation was still in its early stages and it was too soon to say whether or if an arrest will be made. That line right there makes me think something different than I thought. When or if an arrest will be made. Remember that. Uh, Yeah, that makes me think of something, too. There's still an active work ongoing at the scene. We're in the early investigation in this scene, he said. Officials would not say Friday who made the 911 call or whether an arrest is imminent. Northfield is a town of fewer than 5,000 residents. is located in Merrimack County, north of Concord, and southwest of the Lakes region. It's basically exit 19 off of 93 in Concord. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 20, 20 minutes from there, so... Oh. God. Very small area that shares the fire department with Tilton. They have separate police yes. departments. It was a Tilton Northfield fire district, it was called. So uh, it's, it's sad because autopsies were conducted Thursday, and the chief medical examiner determined that all three family members died from single gunshot wounds. Their deaths had been ruled homicides. Mm. The attorney general has not named a specific subject in the three shooting deaths, but said investigators have identified all involved parties. I, this is very confusing because I just thought something. It's circle talk. It, uh, it, right. I just thought something earlier when you talked and now yeah. they're back around. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. At this point in the investigation, there is no threat to the general public. They do not believe that the killings were a random event. Authorities searched the two areas in New Hampshire towns on Saturday as part of their investigation into the killings. Mm. The attorney general's office state, st- stated state police and other law enforcement agencies would be in Northfield and Tilton on Saturday in the areas of Weathersfield Road, Shaker Road, Tilton Road, and Laconia Road, along with the ramp areas entering Interstate 93. They said that the search activity posed no danger to the public and would consist of a search for physical evidence, the search was not the result of new information in the case, but is part of the initial ongoing investigation. No further information was or will be released at this time. Okay. So can we... Oh, does that, I have is more. more? Okay, I, have, okay. I have a little bit more because this is where I got really confused. I'm already confused. I, I am so lost on this. This is all circle talk. Yeah, we need to talk about this after you finish. Oh, yeah. The husband and father of the victims speak out. So instantly already out. Ward said last week that the attorney general's office has been in contact with the children's father, Sean Sweeney, and he has been very cooperative in help and helpful in this investigation. He said the attorney general's victims witness advocate is working with him and his family. He is obviously beyond devastated as a result of these crimes. Sweeney spoke out about the case for the first time in a Facebook post Sunday morning. He went on to say, I want to thank everybody for the outreach and support. While things will never be, quote-unquote, normal again, my body finally shut down and let me get some sleep last night, and I woke up feeling as normal as possible. Sweeney said he is unable to confirm anything as to what happened and who is responsible, and he called his wife Cassandra the most amazing, 
caring, sweetest, all-around good person that anyone could ever meet, while adding that she also loved their children very, very much. It is our job to keep the memories alive. Cassandra Ray Sweeney, Benjamin Michael Sweeney, and Mason Lee Sweeney. Mm -hmm. They will always and forever be loved and missed and forever in my heart. I hope that that goes for each and every other person who reads my ramblings. Thanks again to everyone for the love and support I have gotten from you has truly been what is keeping me going. I have not answered many of you, but I am seeing what you wrote and am very grateful. I am so confused. So at at first I thought, oh my gosh, uh, you know, maybe it was the father. Okay. Clearly he's been ruled out. Then I thought to myself when they said, I, I thought to myself, did she kill her the two kids and herself? Yep. But then they said all three were homicides. Homicides. So that doesn't make sense to a suicide in homicide. No, it's it's very confusing. I Yet don't the understand. The public shouldn't be worried. They shouldn't be worried, and they have identified it all parties involved. It says so. That right there makes me think they already know who did it. So are, is there stuff that we just don't know? I don't know. Hey, Mark. Hey. Charity. Not to interrupt you, but I just got a an alert that just came out that says Gabby Petito's parents announced wrongful death lawsuit against Moab police over Brian Laundry nine one one call. Just came out. Wow. Just got it. Holy crap. Talk yep. about perfect timing. Yep. Why don't I get these alerts? Yep. Oh, it says a witness told Moab police on August twelfth, twenty twenty one, that he saw Brian Laundry slapping and hitting Gabby Petito in broad daylight. That's all that it says right now, guys. So lawyers for Gabby Petito's parents announced Monday that they will file a $50 million wrongful death lawsuit against the Moab Police Department. Two officers who interacted with her just days before her death and two former leaders. All right. Here's where I have an issue. We've all watched that video numerous times. Yeah. They repeatedly asked her. Yes. If she needed help, if she was in danger. This is so sad, Mark. I think these pa- these parents are just still obviously so grief stricken that they just want someone to pay. It's I know, sad. but at what cost? That's the and thing. to who? That's the thing. It's not going to bring her back. It's not. These gonna f- officers not only did they talk to her separately, they had multiple officers yes. try to talk her into pressing charges. I can remember. I we both of us separately yeah. watched that video. I paused it. I went back. I, you know, because we covered it at, in real time. And I, they, to me, those officers did exactly what they were supposed to do. You can't force somebody. They couldn't forcibly grab her, put handcuffs on her and make her leave him. And they did separate them. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this, guys. I feel now so sad for the families. Now you take the shoe out on a different foot and now say they did that. And now something bad happened, it would be like, oh, why did they separate them? And why did they arrest somebody? Right. And now she was left alone and got killed. Exactly. It's, there's no, it's so hard. It is so hard. The problem that I have with society these days is we feel as if we need to have somebody pay or be responsible and that some people just are not responsible for their own actions. At the end of the day, Brian Laundrie was an effing douchebag yep. and killed Gabby Petito. The sole person responsible for the death of Gabby Petito. Yep was Brian Laundrie. Mm-hmm. He was a coward and then killed himself. Yes. Like, I'm sorry, but at the end of the day, that is what it is. And guys, we also have to remember, and I just talked to, to a, a crime creep about this recently. 
We are planning to, as we have covered some cases of other human beings killed by their significant others and bring light to them. People that maybe go under the radar yeah. for reasons maybe they, you know, because this is Gabby Petito, a cute little blonde, and it's super duper sad. I was going to say it that way, yes. It's super duper sad, and it's, but there's so many of these cases that- But for every one of those cases, yes. there's 10 other cases yes. of people in very similar situations mm -hmm. that don't meet the demographic Correct. that a news wants to cover and yep. put out there. And I have an issue with that. I have a big issue with that. So we are moving forward into, into the fall. I definitely am going to try to- cover more of those cases. We have covered a good amount We've of covered them. covered a few. But I do want to do that. And, and it's men, women, children, all across the board. Absolutely. So. Well, Sorry, that's going to be something good to follow right there. I can't believe that just came in now. I know. That's recording. like perfect timing. So the New Hampshire traumas continued because Friday, Alexander Wheeler, 19 years old. Oh, no. Of Nashua is facing a second-degree murder charge for allegedly recklessly causing the death of 53-year-old Lee Nodig. Oh, my God. Under circumstances manifesting an, an extreme indifference to the value of human life, according to a press release from the New Hampshire Attorney General's office. Nashua police officers were called to the Amherst Street business around 1125 a.m. Friday for a reported shooting. Responding officers found an unresponsive man, later identified as Nodig, laying outside the business with an apparent gunshot wound to his chest. Nodig was pronounced dead at the scene. Uh -huh. The attorney general's initial released, initially released very little information, saying only that authorities were investigating the man's death as suspicious. Later Friday, the AG provided an update saying Wheeler had been arrested for allegedly shooting Nodig to death. Officials did not say what business the fatal shooting, uh, shooting happened at. It was a Sunoco. I know that because it's down the street from my studio. Oh, God. But other outlets reported it as a gas station. Correct? It was a Sunoco. It was down the street. It was like six-tenths of a mile from my studio. This oh, is going to play This is gonna play a role here. Let's just say that. Wheeler is expected to be arraigned Monday in Hillsborough County Superior Court in Nashua. It was not immediately known if he had obtained an attorney who could speak to the charges. Yeah, so so was he trying to rob the place? Is that we don't no I don't even know if, no. if the if the victim was part of the business. It's very unclear yet. So God. There's my the building my studio is in has sold. Like a couple people know that. So yes. like I'm kind of figuring out where that stuff's going to go. Yes. Kristen already had gotten freaked out because it's Nashua, which is kind of a sketch area to yep. begin with. Yep. So she's kind of like, just let's move it to a different town altogether, or let's go here, or uh, let's go there. Something's happened for a reason. Yeah. And so. then I was kind of like not really knowing what's going on, and I was like kind of freaking out about it. And then Sunday rolls around, oh, and my God. Sunday started Sunday morning a little early because we were heading to see... My beautiful grandson. Aw, guys, the pictures are so cute of him holding him. Oh, the smile on my face is unmatched. Oh, my God, and, and go go too. Go -Go. Yep, Go-Go is pretty freaking excited. Yes. Which, by the way, everybody, she loved <gasps> guys, having you guys comment about her. Yeah. She's going to come back on again. Yes, yes. So as we're heading to New York, my phone starts going off, the ring doorbell at the studio. So I answer it, I open it up, and it's a Nashua police detective. What? And I'm like, yeah, what's going on? And all I can see is all kinds of activity in the background. And I had no clue what the heck was going on. And I didn't have good service, so I couldn't talk to him. So 
I knew something was up, and I started watching the camera, which faces the house behind me. Was my door faces that house? So I was really confused. So I, I, I'm like, all right. Obviously, it's Nashville. Somebody probably got hit. There was a car accident. I could see a nose of a car in the camera into the corner of the parking lot. Oh, this is creeping me out. I'm like getting the chills over this. And then I went on Facebook, and I'm going to read you this. Oh dear Lord. Miguel Ramirez, 30, of Nashua, New Hampshire, was arrested on one count of second-degree murder for knowingly causing the death of Julia Gracian, 34 years old, by stabbing her to death. (gasps) Nashua police, firefighters, and AMR ambulance responded to the multi-unit apartment building at 13 Kinsley Street. If anybody hasn't figured out, my business is located at 257 Main Street, Nashua, New Hampshire. Oh, God. On the corner of... Kinsley Street. So my business is at Maine Wait, and Kinsley. Is that the way that I go, like, come out the when one, I leave? When you, when you come to my business and you come down the one way, yes. that's Kinsley Street. Oh, my God. The house that's directly I know behind exactly what house. my building is where this happened at. Oh, my God. I don't think my sage would have warded that off. No, no. So, and they had my entire, they kept saying in the press releases that there was a business parking lot that was blocked off. And that was your business That was my studio. Oh, hey, it got you on the map. It really (laughs) did, but unfortunately that studio is closing. I know, but still. So, they responded to 13 Kinsley Street for an unresponsive woman on Friday. Sources indicated that the woman was found deceased and an investigation has begun. Nashua detectives worked Friday and Saturday at the scenes, and through their various investigation, Ramirez was arrested and, cu- and accused of the murder. Stabbing is such a, I feel Personable like. one. Yeah, I, I was just going to say that. I feel like stabbing is kind of equivalent to the strangling, right? Because you you have to do it. You have to continuously do it. I just, that to me, and that's such anger, right? Oh, yeah. That's such anger. So I did a little Facebook investigation. Yeah. Because I noticed that me and this individual who's no longer with us, Julie, have mutual friends. So I started peeking in through, and my sister's ex-boyfriend and her were like very, very, very good friends. Oh. So I started looking through pictures. She's also known as something hoops, where she does a lot of the cool flaming hula hoops oh, and stuff really? at festivals and stuff like that. Super great person, super lovely person, nice person. And now this individual, Miguel, is going around saying that he was her boyfriend. Mm. None of her friends have never met this guy. <gasps> they don't even know who he is. They don't know how she ended up at his house. Like, they have no clue as to, they've never heard oh, of him, never have seen to of him. Continue to follow this. Unfortunately, that two paragraphs is all that's been released. Oh, that's it's, so sad. Yeah. They, I mean, let's just look at that right here. This week, we, we have lost a 25 year old, a four year old, a one year old, a 34 year old, and a 53 year old. Wow. And. The two sus- uh, suspects in the t- last two murders are 30 and 19. These are people whose yep. lives haven't even freaking begun, and they're already over. What is- I'm sorry. I don't mean to get up on my soapbox and get all mad. But I think people like when you're on your soapbox, Mark. What do people think? Like, there's nothing worse in my head than I watch. Kristen watches an ungodly amount of like the ID Discovery Channel yes. of guys that like kill their wives and stuff like this. If I can't have her, nobody will. Right. Well, you also won't have a life dipshit. Right. Because you're going to go to jail. Exactly. Where in people's mind does any of this make sense? Well, they're not in their right state of mind, clearly, if that's the case. I don't care. I know. It's not an excuse. I know. I agree like, with I get you. so angry. Like, I, I don't mean to get wound up, but it just, it aggravates me. People are dumb. I agree. 
I hate stupid people. I know. I do too. Oh. That's what she said. <laughs> Soapbox over, but come on, people. Be better people. You know, I mean, not only have these five people lost their lives, you know, you have these people's families, you have these victims' families. True. For what? For absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Stabbing is such an intimate death, just like you said, along with strangula- yeah. uh, strangulation. Right, because now you're like on top of the person. Yes. The person is watching you. Oh, I just, that is just so. Mm-mm. It's not like the movies show it. No. You just come up behind and crack, boom, done. No. no. Like it takes a while. I watched that whole video where they had to prove how much force it took to stab somebody. Because somebody said, like, oh, I accidentally did. And it was accidentally. This. The force it takes to actually stab yeah. somebody in the chest and kill them is ridiculous. Yep. I don't know. I, I get I, frustrated. Exactly. Well, it's rage, right? That's, yeah. You'd have to have the, the superhuman strength, I, I would assume. I don't know. I've never stabbed anyone, but. I, I just, I'm beside myself, Charity. Oh, Mark, you're beside yourself. Do you know what I need right now? What I need, need some triple freaking D. Well, I got some. Yeah. Here's the first one. And this actually was sent to us by Scoot Parson. He sends a bunch of stuff. He sends a bunch of stuff, and he's the one who sells the lures. Oh, Parsons okay. Lures. That's what it is. Parsons so, Lures. So go, go and oh, I just. By the way, guys, I got myself an actual nice. All right, real rod. quick, not oh, to, not to. Here's my studio. There's a cop car still sitting right there. Oh, I'm showing her the ring footage from. It's creepy. So it's that. It was that house right there. Wow. That's crazy. Talk about close to home, like. None, all of this stuff has been happening right around me lately. It's freaking me the f out. Well, yeah, but it, but you've been lucky because it hasn't been. Oh, he, guys, he has donuts. Oh, you were supposed to say that, Mark. I almost brought you guys, you, you and Jason. I almost brought you some. Um, I'm starving. Oh, I wish I because when I went to Dunkies to get my coffee, I almost got you some Munchkins. Oh, I bought the Enemins. Enemins has some good stuff. I like the chocolate variety pack. Oh, excellent. If you. <laughs> freaking love him. Yesterday, <laughs> when these came home, Kristen's like, can I have a donut? And I was like, sure, just don't take the two on the right, because those are my favorite. <laughs> those two flavors. You can eat the other four. So I look at her, and she's... I, I didn't see where she picked the donut up, but the two I like are the, the chocolate cro- coffee crumb, and then the chocolate dark chocolate donut with the chocolate frosting. And I'm looking in, and I'm seeing the, the donut is like chocolate inside, and I was like, huh. Huh. So not sure what left and right is. And she's like, what? I took the right one. I'm like, no, that one's on the far right. That's my favorite. She's like, oh, it won't matter. I'm like, no, put it back in. I'll eat it with a bite taken. I'm going to take one of the other oh, ones. Oh, my. You got, I bet. You know what? This is like true life creeps. She looked at me and tell she's us like, about, fine. Tell us about your conversations with your significant others or your kids about these types of things because it happens in every household. I'm no different than anybody else. I'm just an idiot with a microphone that people decided yeah. to listen to. I know. <laughs> I'm a weirdo when it comes to my food, especially. Oh, yeah. I, I'm a weirdo when it comes to food. I am extremely picky. Yeah, Mark me, knows that. Me too. I got a mouthful of it right no, now. Like he knows how picky I am. I'm so annoying to go to dinner with. I get the same thing. At, like every place we go, I know exactly what I'm going to order. We went out to eat me, you, your husband, and Kristen not yep. too long ago. And I'm like, oh, is this good? You're like, I don't know. I've only eaten one thing on this entire menu. I'm like, you come here every freaking weekend. She's like, yeah, I know. Get the same thing. 
And then um, your husband looks at me and is like, yes, that's good. Yeah. I, I'm not afraid to order other stuff. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I am. I'm I, super afraid. I remember looking at Kristen and I'm like, weirdo. Um, I'm a wicked weirdo. And All they right. know how weird I am. Okay, sorry. Anyways, so I was just saying that I went to um, get a fishing rod this weekend. Unbelievable. At the Bass Pro Shop. It's an ugly stick, guys. I haven't used it yet. I'm going to use it this coming weekend, and I'll tell you if I if I catch any fishies. I used to bring my kid fishing all the time, so Aubrey loved it. Yeah. Well, you talked about how you wouldn't touch the wormies. She had to put my worm on yep. and take the fish off. Yeah. Anyways. She's not scared like I am. No, she's not. Those things are freaky looking. They're like mini sniffs. Somebody sent me that, and I haven't had the courage to respond because I have to open it up and see it. It's like a worm that's like 10 feet long. Oh, God. It's so gross. So it's, I'm not like ignoring you. It's just like immediately So when you were a kid, like, you didn't Ooh. like... Cut no. the worms in half because they don't nope. die. They, they just, it makes two worms. Nope. Oh, God. Okay, anyways. So this was from Scoot. What's up, Scoot? According to the NewYorkPost.com, a 53-year-old Oklahoma man named Larry Doyle had gone barehand fishing with his friend Jimmy Knight. They were at the South Can- Canadian River. The two friends were fishing away when Larry allegedly accused Jimmy of trying to get away from him so Bigfoot could eat him. <laughs> Sasquatch. <laughs> in an affidavit obtained by the Oklahoma law, en- law enforcement wrote that Sanders told him he discovered at the river that Knighton, quote unquote, intended to feed him to Bigfoot. Law enforcement went on to say, Larry advised he believed Jimmy was trying to get away from him so that Bigfoot could eat Larry. Larry would not let Jimmy get away. Larry punched Jimmy and struck Jimmy with a stick. Larry and Jimmy fought for an extended amount of time on the ground. Larry doesn't have to be fast. He just has to be faster than Jimmy. Exactly. (laughs) The fight continued, and Larry allegedly struck and strangled Jimmy to death. According to the Oklahoma State Bureau, Jimmy's body wasn't found until the next day in the river. Larry Doyle was arrested and charged with first-degree murder. I mean, Mark, would you do that if your friend told you that Bigfoot could have you for dinner or... No, because I, I would kick him in the, the nards and let and him run. fall to the ground and run and let Bigfoot get eaten. You'd kick Bigfoot in the nards? No, or? no, no, no. I haven't heard someone refer to them as the nards I've in a seen, long time. I've seen Harry and the Hendersons, so. <gasps> That's my, guys, real talk. That is one of Charity's favorite childhood movies. I love that movie. Uh, what was the John Candy one where they went camping and they pulled in between the trees and they opened the doors and they all smacked the trees? On oh, the what sides? was that? Oh, the Great Outdoors? There we go. Yep. I'm so smart. He was the best. All right. I like when he flipped that dime at the old teacher. In the oh, other movie. yes. He's like, go get somebody to cut that off your face. Another amazing John Candy movie was Uncle Buck. Every John Candy yeah. movie was amazing. I loved him. Planes, trains, and automobiles and all of them. All of it. All of it. <sighs> Spaceballs. He was in that. Gone too soon, guys. I know. So many of them. Here's another, though. Okay, good. I have, we're sidetracking ourselves We're sidetracking. Today. I know. They love, they, people love it I know. when we sidetrack. Like, we don't really Honestly, talk though, much. I'm kind of like all over the place today, and I don't know why. Is, it's, is it raining out? It is down. Wow, it is downpouring. It was just sunny and like 97 I went, degrees. I went for a three-mile walk this morning, and it was very hot. And now right. it's raining. Mark, real talk now. Do you see the shutters that have been b- being painted on my house? Yes. Do you see the ones that are sitting on my lawn right yes. there on, on the front lawn that mm-hmm. were just painted again today? Oh, because no. I painted them yesterday, and it was sunny. And then it rained. I came inside, and I, I had that Dark Skies app on my phone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I came in to sit down because it was roasting, and I was out in the sun for an hour painting these things. And my phone goes, meh, 
And anybody who has dark skies knows that means severe storm incoming. I want to get dark skies. It's on, on Apple. It's great. Oh, I'll get it. And I look out the window and it's like bright red. And I'm like, you know, it's like bright blue outside. I'm like, no way. And I pull up the the um, radar and it shows like this massive spot coming mm-hmm. right at us. So I ran outside to go grab those shutters and try to get them inside. But they're, they're soaking wet in paint. Oh. So I, then I'm like, something's coming. And I look off in the distance. And no sooner did I look up that it started downpouring. And I'm like, unbelievable. Oh, boy. Couldn't believe it. And now it's raining. And now again. I just went out today before you got here, painted them again, and it's raining on them again. Oh, man, Mark. Kristen's not going to believe this. She's going to think I'm really just putting it off, finishing up the rest of the shutters. I'm trying to. You're trying. It's He's trying, guys. He's trying. <sighs> Mark, this one's for you. They're all kind of for me. They are. A North Carolina woman named Christy Lewis Jones was very upset with her ex-lover. There was no reason stated, but we can only imagine reasons why. She was so angry that she decided she should burn down his home, you know, to really teach him a lesson. Yeah. She allegedly set fire to her ex's home. The only problem was she had the wrong address and allegedly set fire to a stranger's home. This is great. So, Mark, I have a question for you. Yes. If Christy burned down the ex's house because he was having an affair... Would that have been okay because it would have been a crime of passion? Don't come for me. I'm going to throw something at her. I would throw The only thing within reach is a Dundee <laughs> Award and a, my last donut, and I'm not throwing that at you. That crime of passion <laughs> stuff <laughs> has made me want to cancel this show like eight times. <laughs> no. It's awesome. It's and great we've gotten discussion. so many people, and I get so many messages. I'm on your side. Oh, I'm I've like, got. I know. Oh, I've gotten so many messages as well. Charity, that people it's are hate, on hate my mail. No, you get no hate mail. he doesn't know, guys. He doesn't know. I'll read them out. <laughs> Here's another one. Many calls came into the Hoax Bluff Police Department in Alabama of a man seen skulking around in residents' backyards, even stealing a lawnmower in a leaf blower. I love the word skulking. That is one of my favorite words. It's just as my favorite as mine as shank or the clink. Just so you know. I like that. The police were hot on his trail, and the suspect ran from them. He ran towards a river and spotted a kayak. He knew this was his chance to evade being caught, so he jumped in the kayak, knowing he could speed away. Unfortunately, he must not have known how to operate a kayak, because as soon as he got in, he flipped right over and was easily nabbed. (laughs) Love these stories. I love idiots. And here's my other thing. That's ballsy to steal an actual lawnmower when you're on foot like that. Right. How, I mean, he might, couldn't someone have just gone out there and been like, uh, excuse me, sir, like that's my lawnmower? I love people. <laughs> like how fast can you run with a lawnmower? Not very. Uh, I don't know. Tell you, this is uh, week three of On Patrol Live. And if you're wondering what I'm doing on Friday and Saturday nights, I gotta it watch is that. watching On Patrol Live. And I'm also not a huge drinker, as everybody who knows me knows. But I have found these new drinks called Vizzy Hard Seltzers. Oh, the hard seltzers are good. Yeah, but I've had a bunch of different ones. Oh. These are delectable. Really? I want to see Mark buzzed. I've never seen him buzzed. It it takes two hard seltzers. (laughs) It doesn't take much because I I don't have a very big tolerance. Uh, I'm watching. Kristen's a pro. I'm not saying she's an alcoholic, but she's she's a pro. She was a bartender. So she was watching me. She's like, this is funny. A. And so I'm just sitting watching On Patrol Live where they're having some busy seltzers. 
Oh my and God, that's awesome. She's like, A, this is great. And B, can you walk to the kitchen and grab that? Because I want to watch you stumble. I'm like, just shut up. That is so <laughs> awesome. Guys, next time Kristen's on, I, I want I personally want her to do the Diane Down story because she I know that one well too. She had fun. She had fun, but know what I want her what we need to ask her. You and I need to ask her some questions from her bartending days because she has some really good stories. Oh guys. my god, the stuff that's happened to her. You do too, from I what you do. You get have some, some really good stuff. stories too, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, so I have two more. Okay. Okay. Two thieves. Oh, uh, oh normally I'm the sniffly one. I just had to sniffle up here. See, that makes me sniffle up a kiss. <laughs> Carry on. Guys, when you go over to Apple to leave us a five star. Sniffle up a kiss. Sniffle up a kiss. That I love that. I love it too. Two thieves had the perfect plan to steal some merch from their local Coles. They must have been out of their Coles. Right, let me stop and get mad here for a minute. Coles aggravates me. Oh, yeah. he Guys, he's going on tangent, I can tell right now. He's because got like one arm on the desk. He's leaning forward. My ex-wife would shop there, and she'd be like, I only spent $486, <laughs> but everything was on sale. It would have been $900. But I spent do, four. I'm like, all right, A, let's. They up the price so it looks like you're getting a better deal. Those sale prices are the actual prices, yes. Nimwit. Yes. Because they're upping the prices to make you feel like you're getting a great deal. Yes. And then they only put half the stock out so you think there isn't much left. True that. And she's like, no, 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 no. I'm just a great shopper. <laughs> you see his face. So aggravated. And it's not raining anymore. Huh. Unbelievable. Good, because I don't want to get wet and leave here. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, one of them waited in the parking lot in the getaway car. While the other one ran into the store, grabbed as much merch as they could, and ran back out and jumped in the getaway car. Perfect plan, right, Mark? Great plan. Only problem was the car battery died, and they were sitting ducks just waiting to be caught. I love that. I love that. These, like, that is, like, such immediate karma. I love it. I need someone to do their Google box a favor. Because I don't know the name of the movie, but it was a getaway driver Okay. who they got busted because he was smoking cigarettes and he kept dropping them out. And there was yes. a huge pile by the car and the cops thought it was funny. So they ended up getting them, nabbing them in the movie. What was that, people? I need oh, to know. I don't know what movie that was. Somebody will figure it out and Google us and let us know. First person who does, I'll send you a case what sticker. Oh, a sticker. A sticker. A sticker. All right. Sign. I'll, even, I'll even make charity sign it. Guys, Listen. This one's even better, Mark. Okay. Florida man. Always better when you start with Florida 41-year-old Robert Hobby and his friend 23-year-old Marcus Reeves aren't the smartest bulbs in the bunch. The two men decided to go on a bender in Ocala, breaking into a bunch of convenience stores, stealing lottery tickets and cigarettes. Not only were they seen clear as day smoking the cigarettes inside the store, by the way, but they also left some personal effects behind. Please be your driver's license. For some reason, they took off their shoes and left them behind along with some of their tools that were used to break in. Ugh. Also left behind was Marcus's wallet that contained his driver's license. I gotta love idiots. <laughs> Police simply went to his house, knocked on the door, and when he answered, he confessed everything. Hold the, on, I'm smoking my butts yep. and scratching my lottos. And the two thieves were arrested. What idiots. All right, here's something that people need to keep in mind for you not-so-smart people. Every batch of lottery tickets has a barcode. Uh-huh. And yeah. they get scanned into the machine when they get put into the thing that you buy them out of. Yeah. So when you go and steal tickets, when you go to cash them in, they know they're stolen. 
Yeah. Hello, Earth to Stupid People. Yeah, there's so many of them. I love it, though. All right, so I need people to do us a favor. Not a flavor? Do us a flavor. Okay. Go over to Apple Podcasts. Yes, please. Search Case Watch True Crime Podcast. Mm-hmm. Hit write a review. Mm-hmm. Put five stars. And, and say what? Sniffleupagus? Sniffleupagus. Sniffleupagus. Also, follow the show on social media, Facebook and Instagram. We're at Case Watch Podcast, Twitter, Case Watch Pod. And the funnest place on the internet, Case Watch Crime Creep Group. Yeah, we have the best, best group. It's great. We're one person away from what? What did you say? Uh, 900, I think. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. We have thousands of listeners. You would think it'd be more. They're missing out, man. They don't know what they're talking about in there. Oh, my gosh. You're you missing the fun. So a lot of the fun. stuff that we cultivate for the show comes straight out of that sure crime group. Sure does. Text to voicemail line 603-212-4600. And apparently I say it fast. So ready? 603-212-4600. Good job, Mark. For people that aren't in the room like me, Charity's bobbing her head on each <laughs> single number that I say. She's like... Yep. Oh my God, yep. Mark, what I did by accident when I was listening to our last episode? What's that? By the way, Mark used to send me the episode before it was released. Yeah, I don't he, you, know, you know why he doesn't? Because it's funny. He wants the download. <laughs> yeah, you need to you need to download. But it. anyways, I accident I was walking, so I accidentally like hit the 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 it wrong, was an accident. It was an accident, and I hit the wrong button, and it like put it two times fast, and we sounded like chipmunks. It was kind of funny. I don't know, Jerry. What do you think? <laughs> I was like, whoa! Super fun. It was scary. Hey, you know what else is scary? What? I'm gonna let Charity wrap the show up again today. <gasps> I'm Mark. And Have I'm, a good show, guys. And I'm Charity. Bye, guys. Bye.